Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Vista Post Office was built in 1912. That was quite a while ago. But right now, at the stamp window, a prominent citizen is still talking about it. And I built this post office, but it was my taxes that put it up. So what do you mean I can't have two three-cent stamps for a nickel? <laughs> yes, it's Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. to a rate, Buster. I'm one of the oldest customers this post office has got. One of the loudest, too. Now look, Mac. Don't you now look Mac me, bud. I got a right to be loud. Come on, McGee. Don't argue with him. That ratted stamps ain't worth three cents a piece anyhow. Oh, dear. And flimsy scraps of reclaimed litmus paper. <laughs> Tastes like a rubber floor mat out of the engine room of a diesel-powered Scandinavian tuna boat. <laughs> I'm a little busy, mister, so... Well, the only place them stamps will stick is together inside. Now, don't sign that window on... Don't... <laughs> Some courtesy. Did he catch your finger, McGee? No. He tries it every time. <laughs> I'm too quick for him, kiddo. Only caught me once when my fingernails were too long. <laughs> well, that's one way to get a cheap manicure. Now, here, let me mail this letter to Aunt Sarah. Oh, McGee, you made a mistake. Hmm? That letter only had a three-cent stamp on it, <laughs> and you put it in the slot for airmail letters. Ah, that was no mistake, kiddo. I'll tell them the stamp confused me. I, I thought it was an airmail stamp. Then how did you take care of that? I drew a pilot's helmet on George Washington. Heavenly <laughs> <laughs> days. Well, we'd better check our post office box and get out of here. Yeah, box 122 is right along here someplace. Hey, there's a letter in it. Look. Oh, yes, a big one. Mm. Looks very official. Got your box key with you? Yeah, never without it, Tootsie. That's right. Doggone it, I thought I had that key right here. Dad, rat the luck. I must have left it at home. Well, let's go home and get... Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Well, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, Oldtimer. What are you doing down here? Just mail a package, kids, to my girlfriend, Bessie. Is that so? She's down at the seashore for a vacation. It's a heck of a time to go to the seashore. Hardly anybody there now. That's the way Bessie likes it, Johnny. Yeah? Ain't a real vacation when she goes during the regular season. What you mean? All them people laying on the beach side by side with oil rubbed on them reminds her too much of her job. What does Bessie do? She packs sardines. <laughs> well, that's a nice dainty job. Bessie likes it. <laughs> I sure miss the kid, kids. I bet you do. When Bessie's home, she comes over to my place in the evenings and I recite poetry to her. Aww. Poetry with sound effects. Sound effects? <laughs> what kind of sound effects? To fit the mood, daughter. Like, for instance, I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree. Hmm. And I recite that when I turn the electric fan on my legs. <laughs> what the heck is that for? The wind blowing through the limbs, Johnny. <laughs> the one I like to do best, though, is the wreck of the Hesperus. The Hesperus? It was the schooner Hesperus that sailed the wintry sea. Sounds mighty fine with the water splashing in the background. How do you get that sound effect? Simple, Johnny. While I recite poetry, Bessie does my laundry. <laughs> My, you two have such a lovely relationship. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm real fond of Bessie. 
<laughs> uh, see, uh, what was in the package you sent her? Some candy or cologne? Nope. I mailed her my laundry to do, that's right. <laughs> Somebody's been reading his mail. <laughs> well, come on, let's get home and find that box key, Molly. That letter I Oh, got... wait a minute now. Uh, why don't we ask the information clerk over there? He might let us have an extra key and save us a trip home. Oh, that's a good idea. Come on. That clerk will probably say he ain't got an extra key, but I'll take care of him. Hey, you. Yes, sir? I want a key to my post office box and none of your mealy mouth excuses, bud. What is your name, sir? McGee. So just give me my key and be quick about it. I'm a taxpayer and I'll... Where's your key, sir? You didn't have to be that quick. <laughs> that takes all the fun out of things. Please step aside, sir, so I can see what the cute little lady behind you wants. Me? Oh, I'm just here with... How about some pretty postcards, baby? Oh, what? Or some blue airmail envelopes to match those big blue eyes. <laughs> I don't want anything. I just, well... Uh... Just drop by for a chat, eh? <laughs> well, stick around, baby. You and I could mail beautiful parcels together. Hey, now, just a darn minute, Ty. Quiet, Dad. I'm busy. <laughs> hey, she's my wife. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> Come on, Molly. I've had enough of this. Why? Nerve of that guy. After I get my letter out of the box, I ought to go punch him right in the nose. Oh, I didn't pay any attention to him. Do my eyes look blue today, dearie? <laughs> I really thought they were hazel. Uh, do they look blue? I can't look now, Tootsie. I've got to get this letter out of this box. Hmm. What's the matter? Can't get our box open. I'll bet that mudhead gave me the wrong key. Let's see that key. That's just what he did. Our box is 122, and this key says number 17 on it. Why, that feather brain. Look, dearie, I'll go back and get the right key for you. He'll give me... We'll both go. <laughs> and this key goes out in the street. Oh, don't throw it. There. Oh, dear, you shouldn't have thrown it away, McGee. Why not? It's no good to me. Hey, Buster. Oh, it's you again. You betcha. You give me the wrong key. Are you insinuating that I made a mistake? I ain't insinuating. I'm telling you at the top of my loud, vulgar voice. <laughs> now, give me the key. Sir, to... let me tell you something. Ordinary men make mistakes. Look at their wives. What that got to do with? Women make mistakes. Look at their husbands. What that got to do with? Even nature makes mistakes. Look at you. What's that? But the post office department never makes mistakes. Don't... Hey, open that window. I want my key. Open it up, that window. I tell you, I want... That post office key's got to be in this house someplace. Look out, I'm going to dump this stuff out of this bureau drawer. But, McGee, it won't be in there. Oh, dear. You've been tearing this house up for an hour. Why don't you give it up? No, sir. I came home to find that box key, and I'm going to find it. Or my name ain't McGee, which it has been for more years than I'd admit to any woman but you, baby. Gee whiz, you... Come in. Good afternoon, Molly McGee. Oh, hello, Mr. Mayor. Oh, hi, Latrivia. Hey, don't step on none of that stuff that's scattered around there. What in the world are you doing? I'm looking for a key to my post office box. Oh, oh, I see. Why don't you look in the refrigerator? Refrigerator? <laughs> My gosh, a guy that'd keep his key in the refrigerator would have to be a real knucklehead. <laughs> I know. 
We haven't seen you lately, Mr. Mayor. You must be a busy man these days. Oh, terribly busy, Molly. For the past week, I've really been keeping my nose to the grindstone. Hmm. <clears throat> it uh, does look kind of red, Latrivia. <laughs> what looks red? Your nose, Mr. Mayor, and no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty tender thing to hold against a grindstone. <laughs> oh. I didn't mean I'll that. admit your beak is too big for beauty, boy, but <laughs> ain't grinding it down a sort of a desperate measure? <laughs> oh, now, wait. Let's not get off. If you wanted it, Bob, Latrive, get one of them plastic surgeons to clip it for you, boy. Don't go to the judge yourself because the doctor's union will pick and it just, up. Just, just a minute, please. Just a minute, please. I'm afraid we're confused here. Oh? I didn't actually use a grindstone on my nose. Oh, what did you use? An emery wheel? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, oh. no, no. I'm not doing anything to my nose at all. I'm perfectly happy with my nose. Is that clear? Happy with it? <laughs> <laughs> Molly, look what he's happy with. <laughs> now, just a minute, Gee. Let's not get too personal now, about that. Now, 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 don't you worry about how you look, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Your real friends, friends like us, we love you nose and all. Why, sure we do, boy. There's no skin off of my nose. <laughs> you want to grind the skin off your nose, go ahead and shove it to the wheel, son. Because... I don't want to grind the skin off of my hose. Wind my chin down a throat. Mo! Bro! Look at I said I kept my toes to the rhinestone. Wrapped my nose in the pine cone. Rhinestone. <laughs> Joining me later for a little outdoor sport. Today, I'd like to make a hole in one. You want me to join you at the golf course? Uh, no, at the rifle range. You're the one I'd like to make a hole in. Good day. <laughs> Poor Mayor Latrivia. It's so easy to get him started. Yeah, he's like Uncle Dennis in front of a bar. Walks right into it every time. <laughs> Well, let's keep looking for that key. I got to get that letter. Oh, let's wait till tomorrow and uh, see if the post office will give us another key. I can't wait, kiddo. That letter might be from that singing commercial contest I entered last month. Singing commercials? You think you might have won a prize? Well, if it's an honest contest, certainly. Just listen to the commercial I sent him for Silky, the super mild cigarette. Silky cigarettes are milder, east or west or north or south. They're so mild you can't be certain when you've got one in your mouth. Oh, my, that's a prize winner, all right. Yeah, and if that one misses, which if it does, I've been robbed, I send in another one for Slash, the triple sharp razor. Should other razors scrape your skin and leave it out of shape? Just switch to slash and you will have no skin left on to scrape. I 
Dave tell you, I don't know how you think of those things <laughs> or why. Well, you can see why I'm anxious to get back there and... Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. What on earth? He's looking for a key, Mr. Wilcox. A post office box key. Oh, well, maybe I can help. I'm sort of an expert at finding keys. Practically a pro. Oh, yeah? What keys did you ever find? I hoped you'd ask that, pal. You did? I found the key to the problem of food protection. Reynolds Wrap. Hmm. I've been had. When you put Reynolds Wrap around your food, it's real protection. Is that so? Yes, yes. No moisture can get through it. No light or odors either. Because Reynolds Wrap is a sheet of solid metal. Pure aluminum. My gosh, with that tone of voice, it ought to be pure gold. Because, because it's solid metal, pure aluminum, Reynolds Wrap always stays put. Mm -hmm. Just wrap food in it, fold two edges together, and you've got a tight seal. There's another way to get a tight seal. Throw it a fish dipped in bourbon. What? (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, don't you get it? A seal eats fish, and if you marinate a fish... Ain't funny, McGee. Well, a seal might enjoy it. (laughs) Is the joke over? Never started. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, for a real treat, roast your next chicken in Reynolds Wrap. The foil will keep in all the juices, all the flavor. Keep the chicken in, too? And that brings me to some wonderful news. Your grocer now has a new Reynolds Wrap package. The big jumbo economy rolls 75 feet of Reynolds Wrap, in addition to the standard 25-foot roll. Ask your grocer for both of them. Yes, I'll do that. But right now, i got to find my key so I can get that letter out of my box. Probably from the Ajax Advertising Agency telling me I won the singing commercial contest. Oh, that contest is over, pal. They've picked a winner. They have? Who? Me. You? Yeah, right, right. Here's the one that took the prize. A chicken or turkey tastes better when the flavor and juices are captured. Always use Reynolds Wrap for a wrapping, and your family will be quite enraptured. (laughs) So long now. Mine was better. More heart to it. Yeah, but the way he said... Gee, I got it. I got it. I found the key while you were talking to Mr. Wilcox. You found it where? Where was it? In the inside pocket of your coat. The one you wore to the post office. Here. Oh, my God. Box 122. Let's get down to the post office. Walk so fast, McGee, the letter will wait. We're nearly there, kiddo. These high heels aren't very good, you know, for... Oh, look who's walking ahead of us, Dr. Gamble. Yeah. Look at that walk on him. Like a hamstrung moose. (laughs) Come on, we'll pass him like a jet job passing the blink. Gangway, Fatso, you're blocking the sidewalk. Well, 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 it's the McGee's, the loud one and the lovely one. How are you, my dear? I'm fine, Doctor. We're in a hurry to get to the post office. Well, I'll walk along with you. I'm going past there to my office. Walk along with us. Ha! You couldn't keep up with me if there was a man behind you with a blowtorch. <laughs> you think not, huh? I know not. Time we go half a block, your tongue will be hanging out like it was in a delicatessen window. <laughs> Set the pace, son. They're your Charlie horses. McGee, now can't we slow down a little? Oh, no. I'm going to show this two-legged turtle what real walking is. I'll have him puffing like a tuba player doing the 12th Street rag. Started to wheeze yet, bulge bustle? Not a wheeze. Well, won't be long. 
You're up against the walker from way back. I used to be known throughout southeast Illinois for my strength and the wind. The wind part, I'll accept. I remember one time I walked 40 miles from Peoria to... to... to where? Never heard of the place. Must be an old Indian name. Almost reached the post office, dearie. Uh, hold it, kiddo. I'm, I'm going to sit here a minute on the fire hydrant. Whew. Heavenly days. Has he harmed himself, Doctor? No, no. He'll be all right. What he's doing now is completely in character. In character? Yes. I've never heard a blowhard blow harder. <laughs> Well, come on, Molly. Right down here. Box 122 is right down this way. Oh, hi, Oli. Right. Hello, Missy. Good afternoon, Mrs. Hello, Oli. How's everyone at your house? Well, I hope. Well, I hope so, too, Mrs. <laughs> I used to come down here to the post office to send a package to my Uncle Oscar back in Sweden. Huh? Yeah, he has a birthday next week, so my missus makes him a cake with candles. Yeah? Molly bakes them with sugar and eggs, Oli. <laughs> I never tried a cake baked with candles, but I... No, McGee, that isn't what Ollie meant. He knows what Ollie meant, Mrs. Well, I can't waste time anymore, Gavin. I got to get over to the college and see about my daughter, Christina. Oh, your daughter did start college this year, didn't she? Yeah, and I want to see what goes on there, Mrs. Christina Storis in the dancing class. Dancing, eh? Well, what's wrong with that? Last night, she comes home all excited. Yeah? Papa, she says, guess what? We're going to have a dance recital next week, and I'm going to dance with the ballet. Oh? Christina, I said, not with the ballet. If you're going to dance, dance with the feet. Yes, but only she... By golly, I don't raise my daughter to do the hitchy-coochie so long. Boy, oh boy, there it is, Molly. Box 122. There's our letter still waiting for us. Hurry up. Open it up. Open the box. I wonder if it's from Eisenhower. He hasn't answered me yet. Or Stevenson. He hasn't answered me either. Mr. Coolidge still owes you a letter, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, kiddo. It's from the government. Maybe it's a tax refunder. Hmm. Read it to me. What's it say? It's from the post office. It says, Dear Sir... This is to advise you that your box has been changed from box 122 to box 17. <laughs> Kindly turn your key into the clerk and pick up key 17. 17? That's the key you threw away. Hmm, let me see. There's 21, 19, 17. Hey, box 17 is full of mail. Come on, I'll get another key from that clerk. Hey, bud. You. Yes, sir. What can I... Oh, it's you again. The post office changed our box, sir. Yeah, we got 17 now, bud. Here's the key to the old box. Give me the key to 17. I gave you the key to 17 this morning. Oh, he threw that one away. Yeah, you'll have to give me another one, bud, and snap it up. What? Why, I... Watch the window, McGee. Why, that dirty... Open that window. Open that window. Open up, you coward. I'll go to the... I'll take this right to the top. I'll see the postmaster. Oh, no, what's the problem here, sir? Can I help you? Who are you, sir? Uh, the postmaster, madam. Now, maybe I... Well, can... you showed up just in time, bud. 
You got so many uncivil civil servants in this silly civil service of yours that buys yours. Now, McGee, let me tell him. You tell him. Our box has been changed, sir. We have no key for the new box. And this gentleman behind the closed window here closed it in my husband's face. Twice today. <laughs> Every time I holler at him, he slams Oh, I'm terribly sorry, sir. Discourtesy to our taxpayers, I will absolutely not tolerate. Hmm. Blatherton! Yes, Chief? Open your door. Let me behind there. And open your window. I'll wait on this gentleman myself. Yes, Chief. This is more like it. But, Chief, this man... No alibis, Blatherton. Slamming a window on a taxpayer's face is utterly inexcusable. Understand? Yes, Chief. (laughs) Now then, what can I do for you, sir? We just want a box key. Yes, I had box 122. I opened box 122, and I found a note that says you guys have changed my box to box 17. I want the key to box 17 and make it snappy. Uh, 17? Well, uh... Doesn't seem to be a key here for 17. I gave it to him this morning, Chief. I told you once I threw that key away. And I want another key. And hurry up. The box is full of mail. Well, I'm sorry, sir. We don't have another key for box 17. If you threw away the key we gave... What do you mean you haven't got another key? You can't shove me around, Buster. I'm a taxpayer. Mr. McGee, if we gave you a key this morning... I ain't talking about this morning. I'm talking about now. That box is full of mail. And if I don't get a key, I'll tear this joint apart. Oh, McGee, please don't mister... I'm trying to tell you we don't have another... Stop thing. hedging, bud. Are you going to give me a key? Or do I have to climb through this window and poke you right in the push? What? George, Why are you... Watch it, McGee. <laughs> Open up. Open up that window. Open it up. Ah, uh, uh, that does it. Come on, Molly. I'm going straight to the postmaster with this. Dearie, that was the postmaster. Remember? Huh? Oh, Yeah. Well, where can I go now? Home. Yeah, let's go home. What are those letters you're looking at, dearie? The ones out our new post office box. They finally found another key. Oh, are the letters anything important? No, just some of my own that came back. Them airmail stamps I fixed, uh, they, they didn't go over so big. That's too bad. Yeah. Real nice artwork I had on them, too. You care to see Abe Lincoln in a parachute? <laughs> No, thank you. Good night. Good night, all.